best you are there In the secret, in the quiet hour I wait only for you Cause I want to know you everybody, welcome to the Covenant Podcast this week. Thanks for tuning in wherever you are and however may you be tuning in to hear us. Um, we have some very exciting things going on coming up. We are in um, about four or five days. This Sunday we will be getting our Advent journey. Now for those of you that might not be familiar with Advent, Advent is the four weeks that lead up to Christmas, we take this time seriously to prepare ourselves um, for the birth of Christ. Uh, let's just be honest. Uh, many times in this world that is so materialistic this time of year, and it's it's very important that we center ourselves and remember exactly why we're celebrating. So uh, this Sunday, we're going to kick off our journey. We are going to spend um, each Sunday looking at a different character of the nativity. Uh, one of the most iconic symbols of Christmas is the nativity, and there are different characters there. So each Sunday what we're going to do is we're going to talk about them, and we're going to look into history. We're going to uh, put context to their stories. We're going to make them come alive and tell their story. Um, and there's some just fascinating stuff that would that we've uncovered and we're wanting to share with you. So um, make plans to come out. Um, we would love to see you. Also, during Advent, we have been working on a lot of um, online stuff. We have, we're going to have some weekly devotions, uh, video devotions that we're going to be sending out, some other things. Um, I know some people are squeamish about getting out. Get it, understand it, but we want to keep you connected through some online stuff. So continue to pray for us and We'll pray for you as we maneuver through this time. But before we get to Advent, I want to talk about an American historical figure, one of the probably the most underrated American historical figure, um, and that is a lady by the name of Sarah Hale. Now, Sarah Hale lived in the 1800s, and um, she's famous for a lot of things, and and some of it has flown under the radar, but some of it is is we still have remnants of some of the things that she has done to this day. Number one, um, she wrote a poem back in 1830, a poem that was entitled Mary Had a Little Lamb. Um, a probably, uh, there's lots of poems that are famous, but this has got to be top two or three of all everybody's heard of this poem um mary hell was also somebody she, she was someone who was a very beautiful thoughtful writer and she used her writing platform to promote women's issues in a day when women really had no rights um she helped found the American Ladies Magazine, which she used that platform to promote women's issues. In 1837, she became the editor of Godey's Lady Book. She was the editor of that book for 40 years. Um, this magazine, is, is what it was, had over 150,000 copies in circulation, which was extraordinary at the time, um, until she 
no longer was the editor there. Uh, she wrote and uh, and and produced a lot of interesting, thought-provoking material. She helped found a, a Vassar College, Vassar College, um, which was an all-girls college. Um, she raised funds to um, construct Massachusetts Bunker Hill Monument. She was a big supporter of raising funds to preserve George Washington's Mount Vernon estate. So if we look at sort of the history, the 1800s, she was a prominent figure and a lot of things going on. But probably what she is most famous for, what her lasting effect on all Americans today came out in a book that she wrote called Northwood. It's a novel, a tale of New England. Sarah Hale grew up in New Hampshire, and her family would participate in a family tradition, which was just their family tradition, which in one Thursday in November, her family rested from working, and they participated in a day of Thanksgiving. And in this novel, Northwood, A Tale of New England, she spends an entire chapter telling about this family tradition that she was a part of. Now, here's what's interesting. There were days of Thanksgiving that existed in this time. And it was not uncommon for a president, for a leader, after something very important or special that happened to a community, to a state, to a country, to issue a day of thanksgiving. Because this happened, tomorrow we're not working. We're going to stop and be thankful for this. For example, George Washington, after he was inaugurated president called for a national day of thanks to celebrate the end of the Revolutionary War and the ratification of the Constitution of the United States. John Adams, James Madison, they also issued similar proclamations of their own in which something good would happen. They said, all right, it's tomorrow, stop. Tomorrow, stop, and we're stopping. We're going to remember and center ourselves that that something good has happened, so we're going to give thanks and give credit for credits due to God because of this. Sarah Hale's position is we need to make this an annual event. We need to make this a national holiday. We have holidays for our independence. We had a holiday for Christmas. We need a holiday in which we stop and purposely remind ourselves we need to be thankful. Basically what she was saying is sometimes we're just thankful when things go our way. When things go good for us, we need to stop and be thankful. But no, no, no. We need to do it no matter what is going on. And so she actually wrote to congressmen and, and federal officials that we need to pass this to be a national holiday and it, it fell on it fell on deaf ears. 
And then in 19, not 19, I'm sorry, 1854, when the country was becoming divided, when you had the North and you had the South, and Civil War hadn't broke out, but the tensions were high. She again went to senators and congressmen and begged them, we are headed somewhere bad. And the thing that can unify us is to stop and give thanks together. And they didn't do it. And so the Civil War broke out. And, of course, we all know uh, the horror stories of the Civil War and how bad things were. And three years into the Civil War, uh, you've had Gettysburg. You've had Shiloh. You've had Fort Henry. You've had just all this. And it's gloom and doom and brothers killing brothers and families split apart. And September, September 28th, 1863, President Abraham Lincoln received a letter from Sarah Hill for she had pleaded with the president, please, nobody else will listen to me. Nobody else will believe what I'm saying. But I implore you, we need a day of thanksgiving to help heal the wounds of our nation. She understood that was, there was something about stopping and being thankful for what we have instead of focusing on what we don't have that can somehow bring perspective to life. I mean, isn't that, don't we, we, we do that. We, we look at all oh, how bad things are, how things aren't going our way or, or in the middle of a pandemic and, 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 but, but, but the day of Thanksgiving is to stop and say, okay, God, look what we do have. Look what is going our way. And so she sent this letter to President Lincoln on September 28th, 1863. On October 3rd, 1863, Secretary of State William Seward wrote a proclamation which was signed by Abraham Lincoln declaring the last Thursday of November as a national holiday to which we pause. And to quote the letter, we pause to return thanks. Thanks. To God, our creator, reminding us that all that we have was a gift from him. You know, 2020 has been tough. And I think one of the hardest things for all of us is we, we have seen division. We had, on different levels and in different areas. We've seen conflict. We've seen people disagree. We've seen some of the ugliest side of humanity. And so tomorrow, as we gather, whoever we gather, and, and hopefully your gatherings are small because we, 
we probably need to keep them that way. Let's give thanks. Let's give thanks that we have a country. Let's give thanks that we can eat. Let's give thanks that we have family. Let's give thanks that we have a Savior that we're fixing to start celebrating His birth here in just a few short days. We have a lot to be thankful for, and I think if we as a society and as a country could all focus on that, what is good and what is going right, what unites us, then maybe, just maybe the things that divide us won't seem near as important. I don't know. Maybe it's just some crazy preacher thinking out loud. But Covenant Church and others who are listening, I hope you have a blessed Thanksgiving. I hope that you have an abundance of joy and happiness because God has blessed all of us. So this Sunday, we'll be starting our Advent journey. I hope you could join us in whatever way that you're able to. Um, if you're not able to join us with one of our two services, we will be online. Um, you can follow us at face on our Facebook page and also check us out at covenantchurchofada.com. Hope everyone has a blessed Thanksgiving holiday. <laughs>